Welcome back, everyone. And welcome to the Passive to Patrick podcast, where we're going to get into everything sports-related. We had preseason games the last few days. I didn't get to my podcast last week, but I'm here now. That's all that matters. We're going to get into some uh, NBA. We've had a trade today. We're going to talk um, my top five fire picks for uh, the NFL and the quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks, to be more specific, who I have from one to five, because a lot of rookie quarterbacks started a lot of hope, because hope is what a lot of these teams have now. Everyone has hope. Their team, uh, the Jaguars, they got Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer. Uh, it's just, Everyone's got hope. Everyone is so far undefeated. <laughs> no regular season games have been played. Preseason is up and going. I couldn't be more excited. Football is back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a great show for you today. Let's just go ahead and get into it because I want to get into a NBA trade. We're going to get to the NFL. I'm going to let a slow burn. But I got an NBA trade here. Patrick Beverly, Rajon Rondo have been traded to the Grizzlies for Eric Bledsoe. Great trade for the Grizzlies. They just got so much more scarier. That defense, that uh, defensive trio, and Ja Morant, that team's 10 times better. I think the Clippers lost something. I personally do. I think they lost a little bit of their grit, a little bit of their identity. Kawhi Leonard does not give you an identity. He doesn't. He doesn't talk to the media. You know, they, they got rid of Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell. I honestly thought they had a great squad before Ka- uh, Kawhi and Paul George got there. That team was physical. They down and dirty. They got they got what they wanted in the paint. Um, great defense. The Grizzlies won this trade, uh, hands down. They just did. In my opinion, they won the trade. Uh, sorry, Clippers fans. I think you're taking some steps backwards. That's just my opinion of it because Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, those are your two pieces, but you're kind of getting rid of your depth there. Eric Bledsoe's a great player, but definitely a trade that is, uh, you know, it's got its different workarounds, different pieces. Uh, they had to make it work because of the salary cap. I I agree with how the Grizzlies went about it. Great trade. Grizzlies fans, you should be happy. Uh, let's get into this now because... The NBA is going through a different time period right now. They, uh, Some of these older players are on the way out. Carmelo, LeBron, um, you know, Kawhi's on the, he's getting a little older, Paul George. But the NBA, I believe, is in one of the best positions it's been in. 100%. I believe that we have a lot of young stars in the NBA. Jason Tatum, John Morant, Zion Williamson. These guys are taking the mantle over. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Unbelievable, unbelievably, we are so spoiled. We are getting stars that are being, you know, retired greatness. And then right away, we're getting it filled. You know, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, these young guys coming in. I don't think the NBA has been in a better position than it has right now at this moment. And the stars are aligning for so many of these young stars. Uh, Kind of transitioning into the Lakers because there's been rumors. Uh, I just want to petition for this player to be added to the Lakers right now, J.J. Redick. I think they need to do whatever they can to get J.J. Redick. Uh, it, it, enough said. They need some more three-point shooters around LeBron, Russ, um, you know, Anthony Davis. Carmelo, Dan- Carmelo Anthony, excuse me, can hit a jump shot. You know, no disrespect to Carmelo. But they need a few more pieces. So J.J. Redick, come on. 
get to the Lakers. Whatever you can to get to the Lakers. <laughs> so I think we've put it off, you know, we got about five minutes into this podcast and we just need to go ahead and talk about it. The NFL is back, ladies and gentlemen. The NFL is back. All these teams, so much hope. We're going to go ahead and we're going to break down some of the games from uh, the preseason so far. I'm going to kind of take away the key points that I uh, really like about it. And we're going to start with um, the number one game that happened August 5th. It's been a while since that game, but I I still think it's relevant. Um, We're going to go ahead and get into it because the Steelers played the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan. I've been over that. Uh, Let's just put it this way. Gilbert had a great game for the Cowboys passing. You know, he... He didn't make a lot of mistakes, but they, you know, they didn't play a lot of their starters, which is understandable. Dak Prescott, he's still working through some stuff. But the one thing I want to talk about is the Pittsburgh Steelers, because the Pittsburgh Steelers, I believe, are going to be very good this year. Don't cast them out. Dwayne Haskins showed promise. I'm a Washington fan. Dwayne Haskins, he didn't do a lot for us, but with the Pittsburgh Steelers, the guy showed promise. He... He came out, he was 8 of 13, 61.5 completion percentage, you know, 70.7 QBR. Rudolph had a little bit better QBR, but I think Haskins showed a little more of the it factor. Uh, Harris, <laughs> Najee Harris, people had their doubts about him. I think he's going to be a stud. I know this is just preseason, but just from my early uh, predictions, I really liked what I saw. So many uh, wide receivers played. Claypool had a great game. You know, he was targeted four times, but 100%, I believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be 10 times better than they were last year. I think they're going to make another run at, uh, predominantly, they're going to make another run at the playoffs. I don't think they'll go undefeated, which I think will be better for them, but the Pittsburgh Steelers will be better, definitely. Then we're going to move into preseason week one, because that was the Hall of Fame game. We had the football team, my football team, face the Patriots. We lost. Yeah, we lost. That's okay, though. That's okay. We saw some great things from these teams. Just reading some of the uh, the stats for the um, Washington football team, uh, Montez, Stephen Montez, had a great game passing, 17 to 24, 70% uh, completion percentage, 70.8%, excuse me, 108 yards, 1 TD, 1 interception, 76.4 QBR. Fitzpatrick had a great game, 84.4 QBR. I, I, I think the Washington football team is interesting because we don't really have that quarterback piece, but so much around the quarterback is great. Our rushing did pretty good. You know, the receiving, McLaren, he's going to be a stud this year, of course. Uh, you know, the tight end, Reyes, looks really good. I'm excited about him. Thomas is back. And that defense, oh, defense is scary. Chase Young, whoo. I mean, the league better get ready because that guy is uh, not messing around. He's not messing around. And the Patriots, oh gosh. Patriots fans have a lot to be excited about. Let's just look at where the Patriots were last year. Cam Newton's their starter. Uh, had an up and down season, really. I They were never quite sold on Cam Newton. But you know what? He was like their only option. They signed him. They didn't really have a lot of options. Uh I was more impressed with Mac Jones, though. We're going to get into, you know, one through five of who I thought uh, won uh, preseason so far, the preseason week one with uh, the rookie quarterbacks. 
I was way more impressed with Mac Jones. 13 of 19, 68.4 completion percentage, um, 70.82 QBR. I mean, the guy, he plays great. Thank God they got him out of that uh, number 50 jersey. That thing looked wonky. (laughs) uh, Thank goodness they got him into uh, number 10. Uh, Looks good. He's going to, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I said during the draft, I think the Patriots won with Mac Jones. I just do. I think they're going to surround him with the key pieces. There's no better fit than if you're coming out of Alabama. There's no better fit than to go to Bill Belichick and the Patriots and that organization. There's just no better fit. I think, uh, you know, structure. You're going from structure uh, with Nick Saban to structure with Bill Belichick. Uh, You know, key franchises, you know what you're going to get from them. And as far as my football team, we got a few things to work on, but kudos to the Patriots. They, uh, they came out and, uh, you know, it's just preseason guys, but to me, it says, you know, it's, it's something we, we got football back. Then the Steelers went and they played the Eagles. And this is why I think the Steelers, you know, they're two and zero in the preseason. They won 24 to 16. Uh, that's not a bad thing. Haskins showed out in that game, 16-22, 72.7 completion percentage, uh, one TD, no interceptions, 108.3 QBR. Mike Tomlin's going to have Haskins playing so much better. I just know he is. He's just going to have him playing so much better. Uh, you know, they had a great rushing attack, receiving again, very good. Smith-Schuster, he's back. And uh, as far as the Eagles go dysfunction guys is the Eagles main enemy this year I I just don't know what to say about the Eagles you know they had Flacco there I think he could be their best option honestly I don't know you know you know the coach everything is just wonky with the Eagles I've never seen a team go from winning the Super Bowl to a downfall as hard as they're going down they they really reset you know could you have the Seahawks win, then they lost, but the Seahawks have just been consistently good because they have structure. The Eagles just don't have structure, and it just shows. I mean, I know it's just preseason again, but it matters. I believe these things matter. So then, you know, we jump jump ahead. The Bills and Lions, of course. Josh Allen, the Bills pulled that one out. Lions, eh, you know, I don't know. Not much to say about the Lions, really. The Bills pulled it out, though. Titans and Falcons. Titans won uh, 23-3. Again, just preseason, but some of it matters. The The Titans definitely look good. Uh, Cowboys versus Cardinals. Cowboys lost 0-2. You know, uh, Cardinals won, but Cowboys also, you know, they're not playing a lot of their starters, and nobody's playing a lot of their starters. But it's important that they get... I think they need to get Dak Prescott in there. I think they just need to. They need to get him back and, you know, playing some football. Uh, then we're going to go on to uh, Saturday, August 14th. We had a few great games. Dolphins, you know. This is a very interesting game for quarterbacks. Very interesting. Uh, the quarterback play for the Dolphins, uh, Tua, 8 of 11, 72.7 completion percentage, 62.3 uh, QBR with one interception. This is the worry that we're having with Tua. Will he take that next step? And it's really hard to say, but I believe he hasn't had enough time to progress. I think they, you know, they're working him through the preseason. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, they look, Dolphins look solid. They didn't pull it out, uh, the win, because um, let's just say this, Justin Fields had his way. 
uh, 14 of 20, 70 uh, percent completion percentage, one TD, 106.7 QBR. The guy just showed up 100%. He had, you know, he showed that he had movement, agility, the arm talent, everything that people thought about Justin Fields. I even said it um, in my previous show that <laughs> Justin Fields was the number two quarterback for so long. And then all of a sudden the draft starts and he just, all that talk starts and he just falls. He falls right down to the Bears. Um, Bears pulled it out. Definitely great game uh, for Justin Fields. Broncos versus Vikings. Broncos crushed the Vikings. Drew Locke looked very good in that game. Saints versus Ravens. Ravens came out on top versus the Saints. Browns, Jags. Browns won. Trevor Lawrence looked good. Trevor Lawrence is looking like the, you know, the number one quarterback, uh, you know, taken in the draft. He was 6-9, didn't play too long, 90.5 uh, QBR, though. You know, they got him in there. They showed what he uh, what he was. Uh, Tim Tebow, he didn't really do that much. Uh, he threw a block. People are hating on Tim Tebow because of that block. They said it looked pathetic. It wasn't the greatest-looking block. Let me tell you that right now. There's a lot prettier blocks out there, but it got the job done. I mean, Jets played the Giants. Zach Wilson showed a little uh, spark there. Uh, the... the <sighs> You know, Wilson had 6 of 9, 66.7 completion percentage, 86.8 QBR. It wasn't the greatest uh, circumstances. They didn't play him too long. You know, the line, he's going to, it's going to be a struggle for Wilson. It's going to be a struggle. It, I feel for him. I do. Uh, the Giants looked good. Again, not a lot of starters played. Uh, Jets pulled that one out. Bengals versus Bucks. Bengals won. Joe Burrow's back. Texans Packers Texans came out and showed you know what they are amazing uh, and Jordan Love Jordan Love you know he's playing uh, I, I, I can't put him in my top five fire picks for the uh, preseason rookie quarterbacks because I just he's not a rookie but I guess he's a rookie this year playing wise uh, he looked good man the I think the Packers may have lucked out with another quarterback 12 of 17 70.6 completion percentage uh, 110.4 QBR, one TD. Guy didn't look bad. He did not look bad. Uh, it's gonna be amazing if the Packers pull that, <laughs> pull that out and get another a studded QB. Chiefs and 49ers. Chiefs pulled it out, 19 to 16. Trey Lance, guys. Trey Lance. Trey Lance looked amazing. He did. I I loved Trey Lance's performance. Six of 14, 90, 35 completion percentage. Now the numbers don't say he looked amazing. But his QBR was 93.8, one TD. And what I'm going to talk about a little bit is that Lance didn't have to have the greatest, you know, performance QB-wise. He had to show that it factor, kind of like what Mahomes showed the Chiefs way back. And he showed it. You know, he had a great game. Uh, Chiefs, of course, looked good. You know, the Mahomes didn't play hardly at all, so we can't really break down a lot of that. Gordon looked like, a, you know, had a great game um, for the Chiefs at quarterback. 1916, Chiefs pull that one out. Um, Seahawks Raiders, Raiders won. Chargers versus Rams, Chargers win that one. So the Colts played yesterday against the Panthers. They won, and now we're waiting. Now we're just waiting for more preseason games, guys. That's me breaking down, like, pretty much what has happened so far. Great games. 
Um, loved watching football. It's back. <laughs> I couldn't be uh, happier. Definitely uh, fun times ahead as the NFL season is going to roll off. I think the next game's Thursday, August 19th, Patriots versus Eagles. So 100% happy with how the preseason's going. Um, the Packers, of course, a lot of drama surrounding them and Aaron Rodgers. We don't exactly know what uh, is happening there. Um, is he is he committed? You know where Rodgers will be next year. He'll be a Miami Dolphin. So obviously, uh, that's my pick for where he's going. But Jordan Love, they definitely lucked out with Jordan Love. Jordan Love, I think, is a stud at QB. I mean, the guy, the guy's going <laughs> to blow people away. Uh, some big moments in the preseason, though. Um, the because it's kind of the it's kind of hard to talk about, but the Cardinals looked good, but they didn't look great. That's all I gotta say. Looked good, they didn't look great, but still can't wait to see what they do in the uh, NFL. Different different storylines. It's just great to have football back. It's just great. Can't wait. Can't wait for the regular season. So we've been breaking down my top five teams that are going to make a run at the Super Bowl. So we got our next team. We got number one. And uh, this will be the end of that list, but it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think they're going to make the Super Bowl 100%. Uh, They're my prediction to go back. Uh, Big shock here. I'm saying what every other sports podcaster, uh, announcer, media, uh, sports media person is saying, which is the Kansas City Chiefs are going to wreck the league again. You know, it's no different than when Brady and the Patriots were tearing it up. They're going to come out. They're going to wreck that league. I think the offensive line is improved. Chiefs fans, you should be grateful. Gratefulness is what the Chiefs are all about. Um, lived here in Missouri. The Chiefs fan base suffered. They've been, they had suffered for so long. It was 1960-something last time they won. Uh, Chiefs came out, won the Super Bowl, went back-to-back to the Super Bowls, didn't win, but they still got to the Super Bowl, which is a huge accomplishment. And Patrick Mahomes is the savior. <laughs> He's just the savior of this area uh, for all these Chiefs fans. But Chiefs fans, you got pretty much greatness in front of you. You know, enjoy it. Enjoy watching your team because it can be taken away like that. So the Chiefs, that defense is improved. They're, you know, they got Chris Jones in the middle. They're, he's going to be back. He's going to be playing great. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, those weapons, you know, they got depth to a receiver, man. Hardman, uh, you know, they lost Sammy Watkins, but I, I just feel like they're in that position right now where it's like they could just add another piece and they'll be fine. Running backs kind of figured out, uh, but Patrick Mahomes is. He's pretty much going to carry them into the Super Bowl. They'll be back. They're going to be back in the Super Bowl. They're my number one team. So, Chiefs fans, you got a lot uh, to be excited for. Uh, Matthews is still back there in the safety spot, and, uh, you know, he'll be tearing it up, ball hawking, everything. So, that's my top five. I broke them down over the last five uh, episodes. Uh, I'm pretty set in that list. You know, I've always said you can always change your mind. I'm pretty set in that list um, unless something drastic happens, an injury, a uh, team falls apart, uh, pretty set there. So I hope you all enjoyed that uh, segment of pretty much breaking down those five teams. Had a few uh, weird ones in there that people I don't know if they're going to agree with, <laughs> but you know what? I said it. We'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, the NFL, I want to I want to kind of talk about this. The NFL broke down their top 100 players, and there's one that I don't agree with. There's just one I don't agree with. 
they, they're releasing them, the 100 players. Number 71 is Baker Mayfield. I want to ask the NFL, why can't you put your arms around Baker Mayfield? I, I wonder this all the time, because has there been maturity issues? Yeah, he's made mistakes. He was a kid in college. Everyone makes mistakes. Um, has he had shown some immature issues? Yes, but who hasn't? I'm a huge Baker Mayfield supporter. The Cleveland Browns are going to wreck the league this year. Browns fans, uh, you know, I didn't have you in my top five, but you were in the top ten, definitely. And Baker Mayfield, <laughs> he's going to tear it up. I, I still don't know why we can't wrap our arms around him. NFL just doesn't. The guy's funny, he's charismatic, leads the team, he's got a grit to him, you know, chip on his shoulder. His whole life he's had a chip on his shoulder. And, you know, it, he was compared to Johnny Manziel coming in the league. He wasn't Johnny Manziel. I don't, I don't understand why that was even a comparison or even brought up. But we need to put our arms around these young quarterbacks because, you know, it's like he's, he's going to get another contract with the Browns because the Browns have only known dysfunction for so long. And what Baker Mayfield did last year was he brought them hope. He took them to the playoffs, which, you know, nobody's done for the Browns in a long time. So even if he has, you know, a mid, you know, season goes like 10 in, wins 10 games, misses the playoffs just by a little bit, uh, they're still going to give him a new contract. <laughs> still 100%. Let's say he goes 10 and 17. Or, excuse me, 10 and 7. Gosh. Let's say he goes 10 and 7. They're still going to give him a contract, even if he misses the playoffs, because he has brought them hope. And the a big thing uh, in any aspect of life is fear. If you've made it, if you've been successful, what keeps you wanting to keep that nice job, that lifestyle? It's because you don't want to go back. So Browns fans, putting that in perspective with football, Browns fans are going to be excited because the Browns are going to give him a contract and they'll be contenders for years to come. So we're going to finally get to it. My top five fire picks for the preseason. Starting with number five, we're going to go down this list. And for rookie quarterbacks, I'm going to talk about who had the best performance and who I think will win rookie of the year. Let's just get into it. Number five. This is going to shock a lot of people. Trevor Lawrence, I'm sorry, 6-9, 71 yards, one fumble, two sacks, 90.5 you know, QBR rating, but here's the problem, he's going to have such an uphill battle with the Jags organization, uh, He's he may prove me wrong, he was the number one pick, I don't know if people agree with it, but he's my number five, you know, going down that list, number four, I'm going to go ahead and put Mac Jones, number 15 overall uh, pick, uh, 13 of 19, 87 yards, one sack, 78.2 QBR rating. He just had a better grasp on the game, you know, at least in the preseason than Trevor Lawrence did. Trevor Lawrence got a little more pressure to him. I think that affected him. Uh, got to break down the list here a little more. Uh, but number three, I think, is Trey Lance. Trey Lance showed that it factor. He showed that it factor. Uh, he ran the ball well. He... You know, showed the he showed why he was taken number two. And Trey Lance had a great, great preseason. He five of 14, 128 yards, one TD, four sacks, 
uh, 0.7 rating. He is number three on my list. And people aren't going to give Trey Lance uh, the credit because they're going to look at that 5 of 14, and they're going to kind of roll their eyes. Uh, But Mahomes, I see so many comparisons. His comp is Mahomes. And even though Jimmy Garoppolo uh, is the starter, I think Trey Lance will have started midway through the season, and Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be traded. Uh, He's my number three. Number two, Zach Wilson. I know. I I know, but I should have him. He's going to face the same troubles as Trevor Lawrence, and I should have him, you know, probably back of the list. But the guy is going to be putting up with a lot. And if you look at the numbers, he didn't do as bad as everyone thinks. 6-9, 63 yards, 86.8 rating. With the pressure he was under and his size, I think he did yeah, extremely well. I think he did. He had a, a great showing. He showed uh, pretty much why he was taken number uh, two. You know, Trey Lance was taken number three. Uh, but Zach Wilson, great preseason. He's my number two. My number one. Justin Fields. I don't think this is, <laughs> I don't think this is debatable. Uh, number eleventh overall taken by the Bears, fourteen to twenty, hundred forty-two yards, uh, one TD, hundred six point seven uh, QBR rating, five carries, thirty-three yards, one TD, one fumble. He showed everything he needed to. I don't even know where the whole thing started, honestly, uh, with the whole draft thing. He fell to eleventh, guys. Maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I think he could win Rookie of the Year. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people in the NFL. He had the it factor, he had the arm, and he had the mobility. Those are the three three things I need to see from my quarterback um, early on. He showed all of them. I I just can't believe he fell to 11th. Uh, Bears fans, you should be excited. You got your QB of the future. There's no way Andy Dalton is going to be starting midseason. I think they'll start Andy Dalton, give uh, Justin Fields a little time to grow, look at the playbook, understand it a little bit better. But Justin Fields um, showed why he was the number one on my list. Uh, all these quarterbacks played decent. But Justin Fields just played the best out of all of them, at least this week, at least week one in preseason. Uh, Trey Lance, though, he's he definitely showed a lot of mobility. That's why he's three. So did Zach Wilson and you know, so on Justin Fields. Doesn't mean I don't think doesn't mean I don't think Trevor Lawrence can, you know, win rookie of the year. I don't. He can come back. Excuse me. That was the you know, that's the whole thing about the preseason. It's just to kind of get your, you know, feet wet. Uh run around, take a couple hits, examine the games, but uh Justin Fields, I have him winning rookie of the year and that's pretty much uh breaking down my top five fire picks of the best rookies in the preseason week one so far only three weeks of preseason this uh, this year that's gonna be weird this is gonna be uh, strange to see only three weeks i get it though um four weeks was a lot i mean let's be real a lot of these guys aren't even suiting up and playing they're not even getting hit in practice much anymore that's just crazy to me We've come so far since the early days, and I don't want to see anyone hurt. I don't. I agree with it. I want to see all the the best football on the field, the uh, best p- football we can get every week to week. So that's the that's pretty much the show today, guys. Um, you know, I've had a great time doing this podcast. Uh, please just hit me up and follow me on all my uh, social media platforms. I'm happy. 
I am 100% happy preseason is back and NFL is back. That is content, which is so important when you are doing a podcast. Uh, having that content, having that, those talking points to talk about. I, I believe the podcast is going well. I want you guys to DM me, message me if there's something you want me to talk about. Um, uh, again, I enjoy doing it. Washington football team, we got a lot to work on. We got a lot to work on this year, but I think Washington, I think we're going to win the division hands down. Just do. We got Chase Young. Well, I mean, the Cowboys don't have Chase Young. <laughs> no no disrespect to Cowboys fans. So I'm, an, I'm impartial. I I want, want good football. The fan in me wants Washington to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. That's not going to happen. That's what I want, but... I I don't have much to say on the matter of the Cowboys. I hope they do well. That's all I can say. That's it. And as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, that drama, you have my prediction of where he's going to land next year. The Miami Dolphins. I'm going to say that every other show. I'm going to I'm going to say it because I'm going to speak it into existence. Because I I don't think there's anywhere else <laughs> that's going to fit him uh, better. He wants to stick it to Brady. And show why he's the best. Well, then you go to his division, warm weather, great defense, and you win. You did what Brady did. And you you take that team to the Super Bowl. Again, guys, thank you for listening today. Thanks for, you know, giving me uh, feedback. Send me some messages. Tell me what you want me to talk about. Uh, please follow me on social media. And, uh, man, trying to think of what else to say, but the music's starting already. Um, I'm on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Hit me up on all those. And uh, we're going to catch you guys next week because we have a lot more topics to get into. More preseason will be played by then. We'll see how these teams do. Will Justin Fields uh, surprise us for the second week in a row? I don't know. We'll see. Have a good one, guys. This has been Pass It to Patrick, and I'm out.